I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What is up, everybody? And welcome to another edition of Pointless Sports Opinions Own Pointless Wrestling Opinions PWO. And let me tell you, we got a great show lined up for you here today. I got my boys... The usual crew, I got Luke, I got Chandler, and we're here, and we're going to talk everything you need to know about Survivor Series and other uh, recent WWE news. We had the William Regal news that's been coming out. This was recorded 12-5, so on a Monday, so if we miss some Monday Night Raw stuff, I apologize. But overall, great podcast. We break down every single Survivor Series match, and yeah. Make sure you follow us at PSO Sports One on Twitter and Instagram and Pointless Sports Opinions on everything else. Also, check out my boy Baker. We got BAK3R on Twitch. Check him out. He's been putting in work. You can see me play as well. We play Fortnite, we play everything. And also on that same channel, we do something we like to call a watch party. We get all the boys from our Discord and we watch every single WWE and AEW pay per view for free on the discord so if you're interested in that hit us up it is all free we're just giving back to the community so yeah if you're interested in watching wwe and AEW pay-per-views for free ask us about the discord we'll send you a link and we'll be good to go but yeah hope you guys enjoy the podcast and bleen send us on the way up 
everybody and welcome to another edition of Pointless Sports Opinions, very own wrestling podcast, PWO, Pointless Wrestling Opinions. I'm the big dog, Chasey J. I'm joined alongside two of my best pals. We got the Chandy Man, Chandler London. How the hell are you? I'm doing great. I'm tired, but we're here. It's going to be fun. I'm ready. You excited? Excited for some Survivor Series? I'm always excited. <laughs> so Survivor Series action was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, Luke, a good one. I'm also joined with him, my we're boy, LB. LB1515. <laughs> we're a week late, but yeah, let's roll it, baby. Yeah, we are We are a little late, and I apologize for that. I'm going to try to put this out the same night. You think that's fucking possible? You think it's possible to no get rush, me no rush, off my no ass rush. and make a podcast and put it out the same night? I think no, I can do it tonight. No rush, big dog. I think I can do it. Um, so... In case you guys didn't know, it's like three months ago. But Survivor Series did happen. It did happen. We're a little late on the pod. But it just gave us, you know, a little more time to, to really think about what happened, think about the matches and everything. Um, and that's what we're going to be doing here. We're going to be talking about Survivor Series. Uh, okay, let, let's start a new thing here. I'm going to ask you guys individually. Overall, how many stars out of five are you guys giving Survivor Series? Chandler, I, I, I'll say I'll say three. I like that. I think that's that's a good one. Luke, I gotta look at the matches real quick. Um, I see two really good ones, but besides that, I'd say like two and a half. I think I'm gonna go with the two and a half as well. And I think me, yeah, me and you're on the same page too with that. I think there's two matches that really stuck out, and then there's a whole lot of shit. So this might be a quick podcast. I don't know. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it, shall we? It started out, we had the women's war games match. Um, Luke, can you name everybody in the, in the women's war games match? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me, let me go back here. Dakota Kai, EO Sky, Bailey, um, Rhea Ripley, and what's the other one? The crazy, that through Nikki the Cross. Nikki, Nikki Cross, Cross versus Bianca. And the rest Asuka? of the group. The rest of the group. Oscar, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alexa Bliss, uh, Mia Ying, and who's the last one? Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bianca's team won. I thought overall it was very uh, – I like the improv aspect of it. It seemed like they improv a lot of things. Me and you were talking about this because also, by the way, if you guys are interested in watching these pay-per-views for free, make sure you ask us about the Discord. We can get you in there. Um, but, yeah, I just had to do a, a quick plug there. But I – me and Luke were talking about this on uh, the Women's War Games match. I think that Nikki Cross, I like her. I just loved her in this match, period, because she kind of has given me, like, a woman's version of like Mick Foley type feel like the crazy ass like she's bringing out the fucking kendo sticks you know she's the girl in the Royal Rumble I want to she's not jumping in the ring she's immediately going under it and just throwing some trash can lids in there and raising hell you know I, I like the Nikki Cross character a lot in this match I liked it that they brought a lot of like um, weapons into the match too instead yeah. of just being a regular old boring match couple good table spots too especially yeah at the end that's how it all ended but um overall i thought it was a pretty good it was a good opener like every single bianca versus damage control basically 
it's it's it was very fun it felt like it was a fun match lots of botches lots of botches in this one but i feel like it's i mean it's very similar to the the tlc match that bianca and bailey had i thought it was it was, it was fun to watch chandler what do you think i thought it was i thought it was fun good opener kind of like let people know if you never watched like nxt and stuff like what the war games match was going to be and then uh I liked like all the like little teasing stuff because I would like between Rhea and Becky. I think that'd be a good future rivalry. Yeah. I really liked Alexa on this match too. I, I I don't care what they do with her as long as they get rid of the superhero crap. I I'm glad they went back with what they did with her. But, now, I want to talk about these girls individually in some points here. Because first thing I got to say, Dakota Kai, I'm sorry. Once again, this is this is not the first time I've said this on the pod and won't be the last. Chandler was right. Chandler was fucking right. Dakota Kai is a very good wrestler. She's she's grown she, on to me the point where I like her. She yeah, was great. He changed on the pay per view. In the middle of the pay per view, I was like, "All right, I'm it. I'm sold." Dakota Kai's good. And Eo Sky's bad. You said Eo Sky's. Yeah, Eo. I got him confused. Apparently, Eo Sky's the fucking botch. God damn, she botched almost every spot she had until the end. That, that top of the cell move was pretty good. I like. Uh, I still like Dakota Kai. I just feel like what. Uh, I just. I don't know. Like, she, she reminds me kind of, like, how AJ was or something. She's nothing, like, crazy. It's just I've always liked her. Uh, I, I still like her as a wrestler and whatnot. It's just, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just because she's with damage control or something. Because whenever she was, like, on her own or uh, not with uh, Rodriguez, is like her, like, the Kevin Nash to her Shawn Michaels back then yeah. or something. Okay. Like, she was good as, like, a solo act and stuff like that. But I don't know. Maybe it's just because she's with damage control. Or maybe I just feel like they're not doing much with them. Even with the tag belts on them, like, I don't know. I still like her a lot, but it's just, I don't know. Her and EO just aren't doing it for me. She but I still, like I'm still a fan, but. She does good on promos, too. Like, yeah. I feel, I, I get what you're saying, where it feels like she's kind of forced into this, like, I don't even know how to compare it. Like, just yeah, like a, a tag team role whenever, I don't know. I think she's going to have a good, if they do an arc where she leaves the group and everything. I think she's going to be like, kind of like a Sean and Marty type situation where it's I, like, uh, yeah, I'm still very much know. a fan of her. It's just I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just done with the whole damage control thing. I think. I mean, mm. she started the match too, so yeah, I'm yeah. That. Against that's Bianca. always fucking hard. Yeah, yeah. And against Bianca, yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, Rhea and another. Who would I compare her to during the the? I can't remember. Was it Lesnar? I compared her to somebody. Uh, you did compare. I forget who it was. Because she's just a fucking hoss, dude. Like, she's just... She's like... She reminds me of China, but it was just... China. China. It was China. That's it. She just oozes way more charisma. Yeah. China was horrible in the fucking mic. China needed DX, you and know. And Rhea's like 26 years old. I know. It's insane. I, I think... I hope she has a better run than China did, because China, I mean, China was the first woman IC belt holder, you know. I think Rhea could fucking hold the IC title, if I'm being honest. <laughs> you know? You see her, like, manhandle Luke Gallows and them on Raw during their rivalry and crap. She's freaking strong. Dude, she's built like a fucking tank. I, yeah, I love Rhea. That was a great spot with the, the Tajiri miss to the face. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Luke, what do you think about Rhea? She's dominant. I don't know how anybody can beat her. Supposedly they're talking about maybe throwing her into the men's Royal Rumble. Really? Yeah, they did it with sense. yeah. They did it with Nia Jackson. Let me tell you, that was a fucking horrible idea because she's a terrible wrestler. Yeah, and but I mean, Rhea would hold her own. Rhea would. I oh, think yeah, Rhea would get Rhea a pop. Rhea would make it look good. Rhea would get a pop for sure. Like that would be that'd be fucking awesome. That I I'd, I'd look forward to that. Um, all right, 
We got it. I mean, yeah, Bianca's team won. Great spot at the end with the, uh, what is it? It's like a leg drop off the, like, off, off the, the top of the, or was yeah, it off through the top a table. Cage? Yeah, top of the cage, through I think the, it was like on Dakota table. or something. Yeah, I think Dakota took the, Becky got the win, right? Yeah, yeah, Becky did. The good old mother. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good opener. I, I liked it. Um, it. next match we had AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. Um, I think on our stream as well, when me and Luke were watching this, I was like, this is going to be the match of the fucking night. And goddamn, I was wrong. What it should have been. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of Shinsuke versus, uh, versus AJ. That was, it's just kind of like, you know, these two have chemistry. You know, these two are incredible workers. But goddamn, they did not work well together at all in this match. It's it's one of those like paper matches where it, you see it on the card, you're like, oh, this can be great, and then it happens. Like, what just happened? Yeah. You don't remember anything. Chandler, what do you think? Because you're you're usually the the voice of reason behind all this. Okay. Well, no, I was I'm biased towards it. Like, I thought it was fine. It was nowhere near their uh, what was it? I think like TLC, maybe like 2017. Remember that? It was supposed to be like Bray versus Finn, their gimmicks, yeah. and, and Bray was sick, so AJ filled in on the pay-per-view. That match was way better. That was this an incredible. Like, Impromptu, like, too. You know they can do it. It's just uh, I didn't care about the rivalry. It felt rushed. Like They didn't make it feel like personal or nothing like that. It was just like Bullet Club former leaders or whatever, but it was. Uh, it felt like they both just got each and every one of their little moves in from their moveset, and then it was just done. It felt way too fast because I could just watch those guys go forever, but it just felt so like... It's like each of them got both their moves in. You know, you're going to have the run-in interference from both teams, run them out into the arena. And then it was just, I don't know. It was, it could have been a lot better. Also, you had the element, you had, you know, the OC outside. You had Judgment Day outside. Didn't really feel like, I don't know, they weren't like that significant in the match. Like, I just, it felt like there could have been a lot more spots out of this. They got eliminated quick. Yeah, yeah, and you have so much history. Yeah, you have so much like yeah history between these two as well. Like, not even WWE, WWE based. I'm talking global, and it just felt like if you would have told me this was the match that somebody got sick and replaced the other one in, I would have believed it. But uh, yeah, like yeah. you said, I do remember that. That was when you said Bray and Roman. Yeah, Roman was out too. Yeah, because that's that what Kurt was. Yeah, that's what made him don the freaking shield gear and the Hell vest yeah. and everything. He started out the match with an Olympic slam to the fucking table? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, I remember that. That was great. I probably watched that with Luke fucking back in the day. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it just felt like they could have did did more with this. I just I felt like think. it could have honestly just given more time so that way the match could have felt more fleshed out because to me it just felt kind of rushed. And also, on top of everything, AJ Styles, he, got, he ends up getting the win. Um... I don't understand Judgment Day anymore. I don't. Because when Edge was in charge of the group at the beginning, I really felt like this is going to be like a, not like Bloodline's its own different breed of, like that's tier one, you know? And like, I thought this could at least been like a tier two or tier one B faction, you know? Like a good faction. But now it kind of feels like it's it's fallen off. Like I put the OC is more interesting than them right now. Don't really know where they're going with it. Factions to me have always been like honestly kind of scary, just because like not like actually, but it's just like booking wise, like what they're gonna do with them. Like how do you build like factions up? Because it's just like the last, the bloodline's been the last good thing of the last two years. Before that, I don't think there's been a good faction since the Shield. I don't think so at all. 
So I just like it could just go either freaking way with factions like damage control, the OC, Judgment Day. I'm just like, what are you doing with any of these guys? Are like the OC gonna stick together, or did they just get rehired and thrown into this storyline with Judgment Day? Their rivalry's pretty much done. Where are they gonna are they gonna keep together those three, or are you just gonna put the Good Brothers back as just a tag team and have AJ go solo? What are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, then again, I wouldn't be surprised if they just fucking throw the OC out of the book. Caught them you know? again, <laughs> yeah, once so. again, yeah. Because, like, yeah, think about it. I mean, they did the same thing with fucking Omos. Like, that, there was no real resolution there. It was just kind of like, this ain't, right. I would. This ain't I the first know. time we've seen, like, the OC together. Yeah. Right. The second, it, third I, stint. The OC's know, getting yeah. to be like, it's getting to be like evolution, where it's like, if they're going to be together, they're going to be together for a month or two. You know, this ain't 2006 anymore. We ain't rolling out fucking Batista, Randy Orton, Triple H, and Rick anymore. You know? Like, well, like we honestly, gotta... the best thing they could do is split them all up and then put the OC in the tag division, because there is nobody. For the, it's just the Usos, and and then yeah. New Day, and then Butch and Ridge Howland. Because, yeah. well, I think Street Profits, they're out right now, because one of them's injured. And then you got like Alpha Academy, but what have they been doing? No, like, yeah, I think that's a really good nothing. idea. That's a good like, idea. Like, you'd too. have to, like, put OC in there. But other than that, I agree. I could see them, like, just just being cut again. I have no idea yeah. what they're going to do with all these Go back to New Japan. People. Yeah, just leave. <laughs> I mean, they, were, they left last time because they were being underused, and fuck, we might be getting to that point again. But I think, I like, what if they do, like, a, AJ's never held the WWE tag belt, has he? Yeah, with he Omos. Omos, yeah, yeah. Why can't you do like a free bo- free bird role type thing with fucking the OC? You know, I mean, have AJ good. have them all involved, and that way you have AJ Styles a part of it too. That gives it the pizzazz. If you don't think Gallus and Anderson can do it on their own, which they fucking can, but you know, you know how WWE thinks. I mean, like, unless WWE brings that. in trios, like right. AEW. No, no. I don't think he can do that. I'm not a fan of the trio because yeah, it's look a at- lot of guys. It's, uh, the trio's belts were just too much. I'd rather do the Freebird rule and just switch up which two defending. Because, yeah. like, a freaking the tag belts over there at AEW, the trio's tag team belts, that just feels too much to me. Wasn't that yeah. new, what New Day was doing for the longest time, though? Yeah, they brought back the Freebird yeah, rule. They that's were the, the only free team that was doing yeah. it. But that's, so, like, yeah, that, that rule's been in place. You can on any faction. Do it with Judgment Day. I don't know. They've been doing that rule forever, like the Freebird. I'm trying to think of another fucking example, but I can't for some reason off the top of my head. I was going to say Evolution, <laughs> but no, that was Flair and Batista. Yeah. I can't remember. There's another uh, – a bunch of groups have used the Freebird rule, so it wouldn't be – and like you said, like right now, the uh, – yeah, like Kofi and all them, they're using it. Why can't, why can't you just do it again? There's nothing wrong with that. But for Judgment Day – what do we think? I, I would say fucking split them up at this point. I'm I'm at the point. Finn, maybe it's kind of like what we said about Dakota earlier, where it's like, hey, some people are just better on their own. You know, like Sean was probably better on his own. He wasn't, you know, I mean, him and Triple H were great. But whenever they were tag teaming together at DX in like 2000, what was it, seven or yeah, six? Eight. Yes, seven and eight. Uh, it it kind of felt like, okay, this team is an unstoppable force. There's nobody that can beat them because they are two top stars. Like, with Judgment Day, it's like Priest is kind of dropping in value. Like, goddamn, he's dropped a lot. Dominic's got this weird mommy Rhea thing that he's Beating fucking doing. Beating up his dad. Beating up his dad is like his gimmick now. It's like, okay, cool. Go ahead. Go with that. And then Finn Balor is like this leader of this island of misfit toys. And it's just, I don't think it's working that well. I think Finn would be great on his own. 
going against Seth and them, you know, and Bobby and all them for the fucking U.S. belt. Like, yeah. throw him in that shit. Like, I don't know. That's the only – I think that's the honestly the best – the biggest reason why I'm glad they're still together because I don't want it either. But that's the only way that, like, they're utilizing Finn Balor right because yeah. I'm so scared if he goes on his own, they're not going to utilize him how he needs to be. And I'm, I, I honestly, I don't really care for this faction either, but I just like it because of how they're building Finn up. Because I know if he's on his own, they're not going to do it. They haven't yeah. ever since he won the title. Yeah. Had a, it's drop ridiculous. It. Or just, just have him yeah. be top mid-card, like, at all times or something. Yeah, against, like, Seth or anybody. Like, just have him go on a tear like he did in NXT. But, and then Priest, too. That drives me nuts. Like, after he beat Sheamus, got the U.S. title, they're like testing the waters with him, and I was putting a lot of stock into him. I liked him. I loved the run. Then he dropped the belt, and then he aligned himself with Edge last year or this year at Mania, and then all this. I'm just like, yeah, the value for Priest is going down for me too. Great. Yeah, I mean, he was literally one of the – was it last year's Royal Rumble? Yeah, it was the year before that he had that huge – this huge entrance into the Royal Rumble and fucking yeah. was eliminating everybody. He was like – you know, there's always every year. There's always like a big guy that's kind of. I always say it's like 2002 Kane when Kane came in there and he eliminated fucking 16 guys because he's the dominant guy. You know, they always have somebody that did it. And Priest felt like it was gonna. He was gonna be that guy. Like he went in that Rumble, he killed it. He got a U.S. title run out of it. And now, yeah, like you said, it just feels like he's getting swept. Under, it feels like all of them. Like you, you'd think as a faction, it would bring them all up. But I feel like we're at the point where Edge is gone, Ray's gone. Or not raised out of the rivalry, I mean, and it kind of feels like that—that that was the only thing that was holding Judgment Day together was that rivalry, and now it doesn't. Uh, Judgment Day just seems like a low-tier fa- uh, faction to me. Well, maybe slide them towards the Usos then. Something. But they're—they're, they're, uh, I guess. Well, I don't even know how. Like, I could see them being split before Mania. Honestly, I think they're gonna. I still think they're gonna do Ray versus Dominic, and then I think I could see them pushing. Rhea versus Bianca for the belt at Mania next year, too. I honestly could. I would 100% be fine with that. Then but if they what? do that, like, I'm not saying I know, but I just feel like that would be the best way to go about both those two. But then what do you do with, like, Finn and D- Damien? Are you going to have them do a tag team match without missing half the faction? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what you – I think they have, to, they have to have what a that? title of some sort, right? Like, what if Priest something? turns on uh, – uh, Yeah, you could have it. Yeah. That would be a great – Genius idea. Priest. I fucking love that. And that would be great for, yeah, great for Priest. You have a then great match for Bauer. So it's just like, what do you do? But they have a WrestleMania match there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you still have so. a Mania match. It's just. And then everybody's accounted something. for it. Yep. You know, you got Dominic like, and Ray, Rhea. Yeah. yeah. Or just keep having them go on a tear and just build them up for like a another big team at Mania or something. Because right now it's just like, I mean, I'm glad AJ got the win. I felt like he needed it more because Judgment Day just won like the last like two or three pay-per-view matches. Yeah. So like they're fine. It's just I just don't know where they're going. It's just weird. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, I think we're done with that match. Let's go to uh, we had Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey <laughs> for the fucking Another great SmackDown one. <laughs> SmackDown Women's Belt. As always, SmackDown's Women Division. Uh, vastly disappoints if you guys uh, haven't go check out the tiktok too yeah i made a tiktok about it because <laughs> jesus um yeah i mean people are huge uh, people are really high on shotzi including triple h um a lot of nxt people love shotzi as well i am not familiar with her work so this was my first shotzi interaction other than the women's royal rumble um and yeah 
I didn't like the match at all. I thought it was really bad. Um, there was a cool little uh, fan spot in there, though, yeah. <laughs> yeah. where they dove in, and all the fans got, you know, kicked in the face and shit. They just all fell over they like were, dominoes really yeah. slowly. <laughs> they were down yeah. with them. Down with them. I would have did the, the I, I said this on the TikTok, I would have fell down. I've always wanted to be one of those guys because they're always like, he goes into the fans. He punched the fan. I want to be one of those the quote unquote fans, you know, that are in the background. And it's like, okay, go out there. You're going to take a super kick or go out there and you're just going to get fucking thrown through a table. I'd be like, hell yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And I'll go on there. And as soon as they jump on me, I'm dropping down, acting like I'm hurt, got my arms spread out. I do the kick up right into the fucking Ric Flair drop down. Maybe it would have been perfect. <laughs> they would have turned the camera off and everything. But other than that, that is the only reason I wanted to talk about Shotzi versus Ronda. <laughs> that is true. Okay. What did we think of the match? Honestly, though, it was just a boring, boring storyline. Once again, with Ronda. Uh, yeah, like uh, that. It, uh, I I haven't really. I know I've known who she was since NXT, but I've never really gone out of my way to watch Shotzi at all. So I don't really know what she's about. But I'm. I don't. Uh, good lord! <laughs> I have no idea. This was that. But also, I don't think I'm gonna blame her solely just because, like, I just want to see her work like other matches with other people and stuff like that. Because Ronda, I just I knew from the get go was not gonna be good. I did see on Twitter that little spot on the uh, apron where, like, it looked like a botch by oh, Shotzi. Oh, my God. And it was actually on Ronda. She no. held the rope. Oh, she lo- oh yeah, oh. she did fall so, through with the, like, drop. Yeah, yeah, so she held the rope, and it was actually kind of on her fault. With the yeah, there's a lot of batch- botches in that match, too. And then just... uh, who was the other one? Who's Ronda's friend that was out there? Oh, Shayna. Yeah. She was out there to help. And... Yeah, well, like, this match was just so short. Like, th- this was the one no one was interested in or asked for or wanted. Everybody knew it was going to be a boring match. It was, yeah. I don't know. This is, it really gives me, like, like there, it's like worst-case scenario Brock Lesnar from four years ago where it's like everybody, hate, like, Brock was still putting in good work, I guess. I mean, five-minute <laughs> matches with Goldberg and shit. But, I mean, remember how fans were, everybody hated Brock. We wanted the fucking title off him. We were tired of it. It's like that, except Ronda's not a fucking draw. Ronda's not your main event. People aren't watching your pay-per-view to see Ronda Rousey anymore. Nobody cares about Ronda Rousey anymore. With Brock back then, with Brock back then, it's like, holy shit, this is Brock Lesnar. This is the next big thing. He's got WWE heritage. He's got UFC heritage. This guy is, you know, even if everybody hates him, but guess what? This guy's a goddamn star. Ronda's at the point where when she got in the company, she was there. It's like, okay, we build Ronda up, you know, and we make her unstoppable, and then she lost to Becky. And then since then, Ronda has, I feel like, been lackluster. Lost the flame, and she's lackluster in the ring. She doesn't know what to do with her character. She doesn't play into the crowd. Heel, face, nobody fucking knows because people just genuinely don't want to see her as champion. And we're at the point now, Triple H is in charge. We got all these young talented wrestlers you know we're talking about Rhea we talk about Alexa I mean even Alexa Bliss look great Dakota Kai all these people I would much rather have as Smackdown's women's champion than Ronda I think that it really reminds me of hey we got this person that's a a money hole people are going to pay to watch Ronda but I don't think those people are there anymore I think what the plan is here is uh it's going to be Ronda versus Raquel is that what her Shotzi's friend was oh yeah Yeah. Rumble and then I'm thinking it's going to be Ronda versus Charlotte again at WrestleMania. Oh, my God. I so, hope not. 
then just for both their sakes, you got to throw somebody but, else. Yeah, in she there. Rousey definitely lost her flame, and then right now they're also doing yeah. that bully gimmick. Her and um, Shayna Baszler, they're going out yeah. there bullying everybody. So they just don't know what to do. Wasn't she a face fucking I'm, two months ago? I'm, I don't. I'm thinking like I I was watch I was rewatching that match like an hour or two ago, and I was just like it was the one time where I was just like please God like where's Charlotte at. Yeah. Really? Like, you yeah, think Charlotte's like, going to get like a... They got nobody on SmackDown, dude, and she's been don't. gone. A de- I just thought about it tonight. I was like, dude, she's actually been gone a while. I yeah. think they said almost a year now. Jesus. Like, she's been gone a little while. Like, I know she, like, took time off to, like, get married and all that stuff. Maybe injuries. I don't think so. But I, I, she's been gone a while, and they just don't have anyone on SmackDown. At this point, I don't care about Naomi and Sasha anymore. Like, you got to shift some people over to SmackDown. All those women in the war games were all 10 from Raw, I think. Yeah. And, like, you just have, like, what do you have, Shotzi, Liv? I like Raquel. Well, they had I that like her a six lot. women mat- table match or whatever build yeah. up who fought so, Rousey yeah, here. Shotzi, Shotzi won. won. Yeah. I just so. don't remember who all was in it. I, just, I At this point, it feels like the women are just, like, the split for brands doesn't exist. Yeah. So maybe they're just floating around. But, like, bring Charlotte back. I don't know what the about Sasha and Naomi at this point. I don't care I think anymore. it's money for them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Probably care it always is. I'm done with that. I yep. want them to, like, bring Charlotte back, and then who else is I going to say? Oh, my God. I just had it. Or at this point, I feel like the only person, the only t- Ronda match I'd be interested in seeing is if they, like, had Shayna turn on her and go face. Because I feel like they're best friends. Yeah. They probably The only person that could probably get good chemistry out of Ronda because they train together all the time and shit. I feel I like, like that. that wouldn't be bad. But at the same time, I just – I don't know. Like, I don't I know what you do with her. I feel like were, Charlotte has to come back. You're talking about bringing talent in. They also brought Emma in back in. Yeah. yeah. I'm Fighters, interested to so. see what they do with her too because I know I, Triple I, H is high on her. Yeah, I apparently. like the Shayna thing because I didn't see that coming. But, I mean, think about well, it. They might not even do that. Right now, how – I mean, there's, there's not one wrestler, men or women, that is as negatively received and not in a good way as ronda rousey right now i feel like because people just don't want to watch her matches people don't want to be a part of her matches and she kind of dogs the company outside of it she does yeah and she seems like she even outside the company like she, she doesn't like, care no she's like oh i can fucking be fine without it it's like okay be fine without the company like you you hate the in and outs of the company your ideas fucking suck by the way her yeah. ideas are horrible um i'm just talking so much shit on ronda rousey she could kick my ass so remember that um but I like the Shayna idea because think about it. One of the main problems that Shayna didn't really get a push is her character's not really there. You know, people didn't really buy into it. If she becomes face, if she turns on Ronda, it doesn't matter what the fuck's going on. She's going to be a face, oh, and she's going to be, pop. and she's going to be a top, top. Yeah, she's going she to be a UFC. Top. She had like a UFC faction at NXT. Yeah. yeah, and they did really good. So yeah, that was good. Like she just didn't really talk too much, but she was just the badass. And you like, you know, she's got the background and credentials to prove it. Like she'd be a good opponent. I just know her and Ronda train together. They've been friends for a long time. Like maybe I just they feel put like on it's like a good only match. Person that could get a good match out of Ronda. Yeah, I don't know. And I feel I don't know. I feel like a dick always saying that, but it's just like it's always the same with her. At least like with Brock. He has the intensity to, like, make the matches entertaining and stuff like that. Because Ronda does the same thing. You can't harp on her for that. It's short matches, just short little bursts of what her moves are. But it's just, like, it's different with Brock. I don't know. Yeah, storytelling. Like, and then also, I mean, like, just the rivalries. He's, like, I'm only comparing the two because of their backgrounds and, like, how they're booking them as, like, one, like just every once in a while stars. But I don't yeah. know. Like, you just can't. 
I just feel like she just hasn't been involved in a lot of great matches. Like, like, like you said, the SmackDown talent for the women is just like like you just got, like all you have really for like big names is Ronda, Charlotte, Becky, and Bianca. I Do feel you want to like. see Liv again? Like, not really, no, not right Man. now. Like, it maybe if they start making mid-card women's rivalries interesting, but the only women's matches that are ever on pay-per-views include the title. Yeah, that is true. Like, mid-card women rivalries do not exist. I'd be interested, because then you'd have more to do for some of the women. Over but under like, 10 women thrown from NXT into the women's battle royal, or the win, women's Royal Rumble. What the fuck right. are they going to do with that? <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, Rhea's going to enter three times. It, but it's just, I don't know. Yeah. What, that it's the it's the women's division and the tag team. Other than that, like I'm interested in seeing everything, but it's just like holy cow. I think you like, brought it. It'd be like it, it's similar to Brock if Brock fought like mid Carters the whole time. It's like hey, yeah, it's Brock like versus Justin Gabriel. It's like, <laughs> right. Ah fuck, I don't want to watch that. Like no, it's Zach Gowen again. It's like shit. I don't want to watch that. I want to see Brock versus like, Top Town. Well, it's not even that like the women are like smaller than her or anything like that. No. It's just like they're not building them up to be believable. You're just throwing Shotzi out of here because she won a random six-woman match, or you got Liv because she just never looked credible to begin with. She was just a fan service champ. Yeah. And then it's just like Charlotte Worst and Becky case, are Kofi. the only <laughs> well, Bianca, Charlotte, and Becky are the only real believable contenders. Okay. And Raquel, I like her, but I feel like they got to build her up a little more. But I like her a lot. Yeah, she's got some work, but I think she can. I don't know. Then, then again, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen with this I don't, I never. I just. Out of all the belts that they got going right now, I think that's the only one that's like the blaring pile of shit. I mean, sorry for the. I don't have <laughs> that good vocabulary, so I couldn't think of anything else. Uh, okay, next match. Uh, what was it? Four and a half stars from Dave Metzler? Meltzer? Yeah, for this. Four and a half stars for this next match. Fucking match of the night for me. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Yeah, the U.S. title match between Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, and Bobby Lashley. Uh, I mean, I could talk for fucking hours on this match. I loved all the spots. The way the guys worked well with the, you know, it's, I, I like, anytime you can make a guy like Bobby, you know, it's hard for guys like Bobby, Brock, you know, Triple H, guys like that to look like actually really good in the ring, not just like storytelling wise. And these guys brought the best out in each other, I felt like. Oh, 100%. Chandler, what'd you uh, think? It, it was it was a good triple threat. Uh, I like where all three of these characters are going. It, it was upsetting seeing, because uh, I, I don't know, I always want Seth to have a title because I feel like he just deserves it, but he doesn't need it. That's not me saying I don't want him to ever be world champ again. But I, he just doesn't need it right now, I feel like. Austin Theory needed it the most. Seth had a short reign, but I'm I'm kind of glad they put it back on Theory to just further propel him after also, the build yeah. cash-in and just everything for his character, which I said I like where this is going because he just hit rock bottom. And then Bobby, no matter what, he's still going to be an ass-kicker. So, like, wherever he goes from this, he's fine. I don't know. Like, I he got the, the match, pin, but, too. But he the match in Seth. general, yeah, that the match was fun. All the spots were great. Like, it was just... Uh, Everything flowed to- Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Together really well. The only thing that scared me was the ending with the spear when Theory was held up in the suplex. That scared me. Yeah. I thought Theory was going to crash and burn bad, but it all worked out. But that spot scared me. But I thought it was – but at the same time, it was a cool finish. I love the the double hurt lock. It was fucking yeah. awesome. I was going nuts with Luke. I was like, oh, he's going to get both of them, and he did. I thought that was going to end the match. I was like, that would put Bobby that to the fucking moon. That would have been like, hey, Bobby, you're going to be you're gonna be fighting fucking Roman here soon. Like, that would have been insane. But, Luke, what did you think about the match? I loved it. It was really good. I mean, Seth, they all looked really well. Um, Austin Theory, I think, shined the most, honestly. Just mm-hmm. making his character look better and him winning the title was just – looked good on him. And, yeah, we were talking about that while the, the pay-per-view was going on. If you want to watch it, let us know. We'll give you the Discord link. Uh, but, yeah, we, we have live reactions to it. Me and Luke are watching it on Luke's Twitch channel. On the channel. Baker channel, baby. On the Baker channel. Uh, definitely. I mean, I plug it before yeah. every, every pod. Don't worry. Um, and me and Luke were talking about this match. And the thing I loved about it, Chandler, you talked about it a little bit too, theory. They put theory back. Like, this was it for theory. Get rid of the selfie bullshit. This is what we all want. I feel like this is what we all wanted with Austin Theory. Get rid of the selfie bullshit. Get rid of all this other stuff. Just make it about how this guy is so pissed off that he's he's fucking he hit lost the bottom. Man. He yeah. hit rock bottom and he's coming back. Yeah. So what's he gonna do? First thing he's gonna do is pin Seth Rollins for the U.S. title in a triple threat. That was and he had great spots. He had great chemistry with everybody. I'm excited to see what they do with him. I am too. Yeah. I'm a fan of him now. Not I, a fan. I wasn't a fan of the, the selfie crap, but I'm a fan of no, him. None of us. All that of us was... were like, that guy did not. You know, like, uh, what, what are they going to do with this money in the bank? We we're all against it. And now look at it. This was great. Great that's, job on WWE. That's why I wasn't like so worried or saw the cash in on the U.S. belt as a berry because I just had a feeling Triple H was just completely repackaging all the bull crap Vince had him do. And that's pretty much what he did. Like, he dropped the selfie gimmick. Had him get rid of the briefcase. I don't see it was weighing him down. Brought his first name back. Yeah, yeah. Brought his first name back. And, like, I hope he doesn't end up being, like, a cowardly heel champion because, like, I just want him to go on a tear. Like, how he attacked Seth a few weeks back, the week after he failed his cash-in. I want yeah. him to do crap like that. Put like, on, I want him yeah, to keep just going down that path. Go out and put – maybe, like, a, a Shelton Benjamin type thing where it's, like – Something. Uh, like the gold standard. Remember when he was at with the U.S. title? Like, just put yeah, on – he even, like, called Shelton out and beat him on Raw a couple weeks ago, too. I love it. I didn't see that. I wish I did. I'd love Shelton Benjamin. One of my yeah. favorites. Um, I know. He's great. But, I like, I wanted to see him get, have, like, a type of run like that where he's just he, – you know that guy can put on good matches. You know he can. Like, just have him go out there and put on good matches. He doesn't need to do – you know, maybe if he gets a heel win every now and then, I'm fine with it. But if you just want him to be, you know, this guy that's just fucking grinding his way to the top. And I think he played the character perfectly. This I sold like me JBL. Up. Oh, you're getting a JBL, yeah, JBL character. Okay. Yeah. He just goes out there, whoops some ass. Yeah, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. I'm awful. That'd be but, cool. Yeah, I love this match. My favorite match of the night. 
Um, yeah. Okay. I guess, yeah. I'm sorry, James. You got no, anything else to say, man? No, no, I agree. It was just a really <laughs> fun match. It was. God, four and a half stars, too. Me, I didn't know me that. Now. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Mets, Meltzer hates fucking WWE, <laughs> so you know that must have been, must have been a good match. Um, and there's not, yeah, like, they didn't need weapons. They didn't need crazy, you know. They I just mean, like, it was spots. just, there was, like, a chair involved that got used a little bit, but over the yeah. minute, it was just, like, each That's of them getting their moments shit. to shine. The triple threat match, like, spots involving all three guys here and there, just, like, counters. The the jump-off theories back into the stomp on Lashley was pretty cool. It was a little botched because Seth fell, but yeah. I thought that was a cool stomp. That was, yeah, that was cool. I liked that. Yeah, me and Luke were talking about stomp? that stomp. Yeah. Yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. But, right. yeah, I'm done with that one. All right. Let's go about the men's war games match. The main event, uh, we had the Bloodline, Roman Reigns, Sammy, Solo, and the Usos. I don't know why Solo is not a part of the Usos, but he's not. Um, with, of course, they had the wise man, Paul Heyman. They had him alongside, and then they uh, had the. Uh, they went up against the brawling brutes. We had Sheamus, Ridge Holland. Look at that. Yeah, there you I go. Remember his fucking name. There I'm, you go. I didn't remember his name. I'm reading it right now. Uh, Butch, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens. Which I mean, they're not a part of the brawling brutes, but they were a part of this match. I, I mean, I, I was super excited when I heard that they were going to bring War Games into Survivor Series. I think this is the best way to make Survivor Series fun. I loved this match, and the storytelling was fucking perfect. Was. Uh, I don't even – Luke, Luke, tell me a little bit. How how'd you feel about this main event? It was great. I mean, just everything from the little details where I think the second was – the second entrance for the bloodline was Sammy because the other Uso was going to go. Jimmy was going to go out, but Roman pulled him back and told Sammy go out there oh, and yeah. fight with yeah. Jay. So he did that. And then um, yeah, we, it oh, was... I forgot to talk about the backstage stuff too. They, we had a lot of backstage fighting beforehand, where you know Jay didn't oh, yeah. know. Yeah, Jay didn't know if it was Sammy the, was going to heavily implied. Yeah, to Kevin and they yeah. had Kevin and Sammy as friendship. Sammy lied about it. Yeah, Sammy had to have a private one-on-one conversation with the tribal chief himself, and yeah. he gave him a hug, and it was like I, I, I thought it was all set up for a fucking turn. Yeah, you made, they made you think that Roman and them was going to, like, either win the match or just, like, win and, like, turn on him at the end. Yep. Yeah. I thought we were going to have, like, maybe some evolution Randy Orton type thing where they just thumbs down his ass and beat the shit out of him. But, no, instead, it, the end had Sammy fucking prove his worth for the bloodline. And I did not see it coming. He low-blowed I, KO. Low blow, yeah, he turned on his friend. He said, hey, I'm a Jay hit a frog splash. One, two, three, and uh, those two hugged it out. Great ending. It was. Great storytelling. I, storytelling-wise, this is That was probably five good. stars on storytelling. Yeah, storytelling. Especially now, like, I'm thinking about it, and I, the, people are going to get mad at me for saying this. This is definitely an exaggeration. I'm not saying they're the same thing. But when we went – I mean, people don't know about it because we haven't put it out yet. But we talked about this on our WrestleMania podcast. We talked about – a lot of like our best our favorite wrestlemania matches don't worry they'll come out in a couple months um we talked about one of my favorite wrestlemania matches of all time which is brett versus stone cold and how there was so much in-depth storytelling between the two that that's what made the match really good this is it like if there's a match you're gonna give five stars to just because of storytelling i think luke you hit the nail right on the head i think this is fucking it's literally the opposite of evolution 
Yeah. It I mean, really they're, is. they're coming together. They're getting stronger yeah. towards, <laughs> towards the end. I mean, we think in quotations. Chandler, what do you think? It was. Uh, I liked it. Well, I don't. I don't know. They're both the both the men's and women's war game matches were about the same up there for me. They're both really fun, awesome matches. I mean, this one was all about the storytelling and whatnot. It had some cool spots, and uh, I like. I like the ending that they went ahead with uh, Sammy uh, proving his loyalty to the bloodline. I thought that was good because, like, you know, something big's gonna happen later, just not that night. And then, uh, I I love. Uh, Sammy and uh, Kevin Owens chemistry together too. They they can always just. I think that's what literally everybody says. Those two can just fight forever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They but, need like a really good, just like, I mean Triple H, Shawn Michaels type. I mean I'll just say it. Just give something. them a fucking not maybe not as long. Maybe just a year long feud. But if those two, if we ever get to the point where the bloodline ends, which at this point I never fucking know, um, but and the titles are split back up and. I mean, Kevin obviously can be champion again. I think him versus Sammy would be one hell of a fucking rivalry because this is long-term storytelling in the end. I'd like seeing uh, that. Also, what did we think about? I, I they really, really were pushing the Sheamus hit. Like they really were they pushing Sheamus in this match. Do we think this is like little breadcrumbs of maybe Sheamus? Is there any uh, chance Sheamus ends this? I, I think, think it's done because I think the next one to fight Roman supposedly Kevin Owens. Yeah, because, oh, like, Roman go with went on, on uh, I think, Raw, like, two nights after and said he's, like, dumb with Sammy, doesn't want anything else to do with him, but he still wants to fight the bloodline. I think they're, like, pushing Owens and Roman for, like, if they do, this will be the third different Royal Rumble they faced off for a title at. Really? Yeah. They Dang. fought on, like, 2017, and then I think it was, what was it, 2021? Because that was the last man standing with the terrible botch. Yeah. With the handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember one the first time they fought at a Rumble, KO was champ. That was whenever Triple H screwed Rollins and gave Owens the belt. So this will be the third Rumble they fight for a title, for the world title at if they do it again. I, and I heard Triple H is like, apparently he said recently he's dropping the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view and they're wanting to put a Hell in a Cell match at Royal Rumble. And if those two fight in the Cell, that please. would be amazing. Get rid of, uh, basically, every gimmick match except for Survivor Series War Games, I'm fine with getting rid of. Don't do TLCs. Yeah, sounds like that's what they're doing. Don't do Extreme Rules. I, make these matches fucking interesting, which the whole thing about a Hell in a Cell, when Teddy Long came out and said, hey, you're fighting Undertaker this fucking weekend in a Hell in a Cell, people were like, what? You know, now it's like, hey, this weekend, the whole pay-per-view is a Hell in a Cell. It's like, who gives a shit then at that point? Yeah. That but, being said, though, Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, that being said, I wouldn't say I'm already sick of it. I would like them to just, like, not have to follow the same thing every year. Because I, I want Survivor Series to, like, have the tag team matches every once in a while or the war games. Would you be all right if they kept the war games in this or, like, if they did something different next year and then bring war games back a different year? I think war games itself always was its own pay-per-view, even back with WCW. And I think war games is, like, just think about it, too. It's, like, just... The whole point of Survivor Series is you have these random teams, like Raw versus SmackDown. You have these yeah. random teams. Five even in the, in the 90s, it was just like random fucking factions thrown together. It's like, oh shit, we got Haku and fucking all these guys versus the Million Dollar Corporation. It's like, that's all it was, is these random teams facing off against each other. All I feel like the War Games does is make Survivor Series better because yeah. it's just like, hey, Survivor Series is known for having a six-man tag match. That's that's what it's known for. So why not just add the little pizzazz? Of I'd honestly the just have games. them do what they did and just make 
keep those matches, but have it be the culmination of rivalries instead of brand supremacy, because that was always so boring to me. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that. It's just the elimination tag matches, Raw versus SmackDown. It's like, okay, what do the winners get for this? Nothing. Nothing. Like, they're just better. No one cares yeah. about that. That's how it was nothing. in the 90s, though, too. Was, I right. mean, I, I guess they kind of had eventually. I mean, some... people probably cared back then because it was new, and two, it probably... There were probably rivalries and storylines. Yeah, they had like it. Hulk Hogan and Macho Man team up and Ultimate Warrior. It's like, yeah. oh, this is awesome. But, you know, nowadays like, it's like people are used to seeing that. We see that every fucking week on like, Monday this should be like, I feel like this should be the pay-per-view that's like where you have all those rivalries that like start in summer or end of summer or something like that. I feel like those are the pay-per-view where big stories of that part of the year, that quarter of the year should culminate there. I like that. Like, uh, going back to the Hell in the Cell with Kevin Owens and Roman, I like that because the first thing I was going to say is, if you're going to have a match between them at Royal Rumble, Kevin doesn't have anybody in his back anymore. Sammy's gone. So it's just it basically, and what's happened every single match? The bloodlines got involved. So you're just going to have fucking Kevin Owens versus all these guys? I don't know. I, I still, I, I called this, like, I want to say, like, whenever we first started doing these, like, a couple months ago, it's. I still think it's going to lead whether Sammy turns on them and shocks everyone, or they turn on him. It's. I still think it's going to lead to Sammy and KO winning the tag belts from the Usos at Mania. Oh, maybe I still that. I think it's going to culminate there. You think? Oh man, I just don't know what they would do. Is Sammy just going to be like the super sleeper agent? It's like I've been planning Either, this the whole time. Or... That would be sick. Or it could just he finally gets turned on and then begs for Kevin's help because he realized Kevin was right, or yeah. they just team up. I'm just. I want that to happen so bad. Cause it'll, cause Sammy for the last like two three years he's been amazing. This really propelled him. I love him now, but like in the ring he's still the coward heel. He was whenever he was the whole like paranoid like WWE conspiracy theorist guy. Like he's won belts out of it and stuff. But like you have not seen what this man is capable of in the ring in like three years because he's been playing this same character. And I I just hope to God that he they pair him with Kevin because then he's gonna get to really shine and show what he can do again. It's well, been they had so him going against uh, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, so, in that yeah, too. What the fuck? I mean, yeah. like, and that was fun and entertaining and stuff. But like, I want like everybody to see what he can do again. He's so good. Yeah. You know who he kind of reminds me of? I mean, I goddamn this whole pod is just me fucking giving comparisons <laughs> and shit. But he kind of gives me like a Dean Ambrose WWE run type vibe, where it's like he just always feels underused because you know that dude's really talented. And, you know, if, if he went to AW, if he went to New Japan, that guy's going to be a top dude. He's going to be a fucking top dog. He's great. He was He's talented. At, uh, whatever he was with Kevin Owens back then. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, you know he could do it again, but it's like WWE right now, you know, like you said, I don't want them going And then, like, just now. those two, the chemistry is unreal. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, they talked about it at Survivor Series, like, to, like, hype up the – the bad blood. I think they said like Kevin Owens like was the best man at Sami Zayn's wedding. Yeah. Like just like just best friends. They've been fighting all over the place together. Like no matter what promotion, or they've been. What, remember whenever they were together against uh, like um, whenever they were going against SmackDown and all that stuff. Like it started with Shane McMahon and they became a heel tag team and they faced Shane and Daniel Bryan at Mania. Remember that. Yeah. Like, they were a tag team, but, like, them as a face tag team, I think they'd be, like, really dominant, and they would just make the tag team division as a whole so fun. Yeah, and, I mean, if there's anybody that could take take it off the Usos right now. It's, oh, yeah, you know. they'd be, like, the most believable. New Day, really, they're kind of... And the storytelling's there. Sammy's been doing this with the Bloodline for the last six months. It would be such good long-term storytelling. Yeah, and New Day's been hurting since Big E's been gone. I mean, yep. 
Just like I think that's where they're going with it still. But right now they're gonna have like Kevin and Sammy just want nothing to do with each other. I could see that, or those two just fighting each other, mania. Or they could, yeah, no, they could uh, do no that. brawl or uh, no, <laughs> no bar. Yeah. Those two can fight Street with fight? the noobs. Those two can fight with a new rivalry, a new story every year, or mania. And I would be a okay with it. Or if they had another <laughs> uh, sixty-man Iron or Iron Man match. Oh my God! They Brett fought last Sean. year or two years ago at Mania, I think. It was whenever Sammy was like that paranoid guy and Kevin just wanted to beat the crap out of him. Oh, I got do perfect idea. Just do what they did Survivor or SummerSlam 2002. Give them an unsanctioned match. Doesn't count. Doesn't matter for shit like oh, Sean and Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> just have Sami Zayn come out in jeans and fight Kevin Owens. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Look, it's definitely unsanctioned. He's not dressed accordingly. He's, yeah, he's, he's here to fight. <laughs> yeah, now they're grabbing sledgehammers and shit and oh. beating the hell out of each other. Um, but, yeah, uh, overall, this... I love this War Games match. I want to talk I, a spot yeah. real quick. You remember when they're uh, in the middle, all of them were beating the drums on them or whatever? Yeah, that, that was, was all. Cool yeah, too. yeah. Six man drum yeah, beat. They all five of them getting wailed yeah. on. I just I love Sheamus in this match in general. Just like yeah. Sheamus, I man, it really wanted me to see a Sheamus versus Roman next, but Kevin, I'll take I'll take Kevin. That's not like a Kevin much of a downgrade. Too. Yeah. He uh, busted Roman's eardrum. Yeah, oh, for that open punch, right, yeah. right in the fucking ear. So, but, and Roman was pissed. Yeah, yeah. I, are they all? They're all good now, aren't they? Yeah. Probably, I but I know he was. He was hot. He was yelling at Triple H. I know, or something I know like Triple H, like yeah, I know he like talked to him and everything, but I didn't know if they like settled it or whatnot because I know it was unplanned, but it was. I don't know. Stuff happens. Yeah. It's WWE, baby. It happens. Yeah. He'll get his receipt. He'll get his receipt. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, bring it, put it in a fucking storyline like you do everything else. Yep. You know? All right. Anything else to say about Survivor Series? I thought it was, I thought it was a fine show. I, besides, like, Finn and AJ just not getting the time that I would have liked, and then Shotzi and Ronda, but I was never once. I never even really counted that on the card. I just counted <laughs> this card as four matches. That could have opened a small card. That should have opened the fucking show. Yeah, it was show. Five, well, five matches for, what, three hours? Well, the War Games matches went on for like They did they get a minutes. lot of time because I think it was like every five minutes or so a new competitor would come in before the match. I think the first started. one was five and then three or something like that. Okay. Then it goes down. okay. Yeah. Did we ever figure out if uh, – so Luke, me and you were talking about this during the stream. I didn't know if we ever figured it out. But did WCW do an elimination for the War Games or was I know it NXT always been first did. pin? That's the only reason NXT why I did? thought – yeah. Because I know this was first pin, like first pin, and the match is over. And I do, yeah, I was going to say it was either WCW or NXT. One of them definitely did elimination. Yeah, because one of the one of the years it was Adam Cole's group, like all of them, yeah, versus, like the one guy in the cage, undisputed. Yeah, it was a cool shot, but I don't know. But I I, I like this format. You know, it gets everybody time to shine. Yeah, you know. And the beginning of the match, that way nobody's getting, like, early pins. It's like, okay, they're just beating the shit out of each other at the beginning. Yeah, I do That's like the that point. they wait till all ten men are in there before pinfall or submissions mean anything. I do like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I love Survivor Series. I, I, I thought this was a good pay-per-view. Uh, I still give it two and a half stars, but that, a very good, entertaining I, two and a half stars. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get into other news here. We don't have much, so don't worry. Um, uh, this was the highest grossing. Oh, I did see this. This was the highest grossing and most viewed pay-per-view in the 35-year history of Survivor Series. Did you guys know that? 
That's Luke knows. You, you told me that. That still blows my mind. Like there were just so many great like, times. Like I know, like they're more of a. They've been a more like just more media. Uh, this like grew their media and all that stuff within the last decade. Just all all this stuff. But it, that just still blows my mind. I just I cannot believe that war games. That's why I guess it's and just also like sold out at because uh, there were just there were just yeah. not that many With matches 15, and there were just set low. I wouldn't think thousand. I wouldn't yeah. say so. No. That's no. probably all that fucking stadium can hold. I don't know what stadium. It was ju- I don't know. I don't there were just such better like TD, matches or better cards in like the last not like the last like in recent time, but just in all time. I cannot believe that. That's was great. TD. That's great for them. But like, that's nuts. Yeah, it's so crazy to me. And think about all like the his- like the historic Survivor Series. Like, if you're telling me this was the highest fucking grossing, that's that's crazy. The capacity is, is nineteen thousand. Okay. That's... Well, they have to cut half the or quarter of the for the yeah, backstage. For the so yeah, and I don't know. It just seemed yeah. like it was low. Like that's high, but it's low for wrestling. When you think yeah. of WrestleMania, hundred thousand shit like that. That's the only I'm honestly that just I... glad they're like selling out. Arenas yeah. and, stuff and I again. think this—I think Royal Rumble's already sold out too. That's gonna be—that's just always a, a banger every year. I feel like the last couple of years have been the solid, solid rumbles. Remember back in the day when they just back in the day, fucking five years ago, four years ago, three years ago, probably too, <laughs> where they would just dim the lights. <laughs> they just dim the lights. That's what AEW does show, now. To not show that there's only a hundred people in the audience. Yeah, that's what AEW does now. <laughs> but yeah, this crowd was good. I like the crowd. Boston's yeah. always amazing. But, yeah, it's at TD Garden, the Celtics, uh, Celtics home stadium. But, okay, um, William Regal finalizing a deal for a WWE return. It was rumored uh, a little bit last week. Now it's almost official. Um, what role do we want to see Sir William Regal in next? I want to see him do whatever, but I guarantee it's going to be a. I don't, but like I just feel like he's going to be a backstage guy. Maybe oh, go yeah. back and help Sean on NXT. Yeah, I was about oh. to say go back to NXT, help him, and then just be backstage for like you Raw SmackDown. No on-screen shit. I just don't know what they'd really do with them. Like, uh-huh. I think he just because I don't think he even ever really wanted to leave because they like cut him, didn't they? Like, didn't yeah. Vince cut him yeah. during? Unless that he's happened? like he's like a Paul for Sheamus's group. That'd be cool. That's not a bad idea. Because he I mean, had the Blackpool Combat Club for AEW, yeah. so. Either that. He, he better could just join, have him go with, like, McIntyre or something. He could join uh, Walter's group. Yeah. You know. Imperium. He'd, he'd fit in fucking perfect with Imperium. He would. God damn. I was going to say, like, a, a manager. Yeah, like a manager type. Yeah. I don't know if you guys watched that or not, but that long segment, like the full segment of uh, MJF, his celebration and then him turning on Regal at the end, it all makes more sense now that if he yeah. does finalize the deal and goes back, that was if if he does sign a new deal, that was his exit. I was just That's like I when Luke sent me that, he sent me it on Twitter that he turned and I was like, Oh shit. And I was like, maybe they're just trying to do like this like MJF doesn't need anybody, he's gonna use everybody he can to get to the top. But that makes more sense that it's just like, hey, William's leaving, so let's just fucking. It was ride just him crazy off. that he even turned on Moxley to begin with, and you know he indirectly started Blackpool Combat Club. So like, where does this group even go now? I'm just like, whatever, man. Because I like, I liked it, but now I'm just like, they're done. in I'm shambles like, you guys, now. Like yeah. Tony or whoever's booking this, you have no idea what you're doing. Moxley's champion. He's not even walking out with his guys. They're all in single individual rivalries. They're not together. Like what? Just just cut them all. Make them all solo. You have no idea what's going on. MJF got the title though. I'm all for that. 
damn for that. That was good. Uh, you gotta, yeah. You got to build that guy up. He's the, the only thing in company's worth of 2024. Shit. Him and Foxley. Yeah. Oh, God. I hope. If MJF, if he goes anywhere, I just hope he never gets buried. That dude's a fucking... Well, he, I, he, he loves WWE. And he, he I, talks about uh, the other con, Nick Con. He references them all the time. He does. And it's just like, I know Tony probably doesn't care because he allows him to do it every week. So maybe he's only doing that because he knows he's going to re-sign. But, like, I'm honestly wanting him to go to WWE because he just – he'd be such a great heel. But, like, I just am worried what, what you do with him because, like, just the PG on the product. Like, when yeah. you, you take away half of this man's mouth. Like, it's just like, how's he going to – I mean, he'll figure it out. He's great. It's just like it's going to be weird seeing his character watered down like that. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, he'll make it work. Absolutely. It might get a really – if he ever does go to WWE, it might not, it might not be good on the promo. That would – People would know. get pissed if they're like, all right, there, MJF have, just said freaking or fudge. I think that would like, have just as many eyes on him jumping ship as Cody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What, the, only difference, me, the only difference more. is that Cody just didn't talk about it. It was all kept quiet. It'd be, but MJF it'd be like been... uh, AJ Styles in the Rumble. Right. Yeah. All right. It would just, yeah, it'd just be people waiting to see him show up because he's been talking yep. about WWE on the opposing program the for years. Papa H. All yeah. That. Be it's perfect. Just, I don't perfect know. fit. I don't even remember how I got to the. Oh, it was Regal. That's why. And we went from Regal to him. I was but like, how the hell what did about? I get here? What about Regal in like a, a GM role? Like, wh- is Adam Pierce still like technically on screen? I fucking think whatever. Just like, I think every once. Well, in a that's blue what we're meal, talking about think... with NXT. He was the GM on that. Um, yeah. What if we make him like a president? Make him the president of WWE. Or just, just something. Like, I don't hey. know. It feels like they're kind of done ditch the managerial roles. Yeah, I get it, but it's still nice just to have a dude that goes out there and says, "Hey, this is the matches that are going on." Yeah. Other than the wrestlers coming out and being like, "Hey." I'm fighting you tonight. It's like, is that all you have to fucking do? I want to see them be capable of throwing a manager in there, setting up matches, doing all this stuff without, like, having him involved in the storyline. I want to see if they can actually pull that off because I do not think they can. (laughs) They used to do it in the 90s with fucking Jack Tunney or whatever the fuck his name is. Yep. Gorilla Monsoon was in it to just use them as like, hey, hey, Vader's coming out. Have Vader just fuck up Gorilla Monsoon. He'll send him to the moon. It's like, okay. Have William Regal go out there and take a kick to the nuts from MJF. He'd be like, oh, the fans are going nuts. Yeah, like, give him that. Like, I don't know. I don't even know why I care so much. I just think, I agree with you. Like, I think it'd just be nice. Yeah. Um, Okay. Last question here. So, the next WWE pay-per-view is Royal Rumble, correct? I'm right on that? Think so. Supposedly. I think, yeah, because I don't think there's a December, December thing. one. Yeah, end of January. Yeah. I mean, I it, other than NXT stuff. NXT, you know, they're doing great stuff, but I, I, I don't keep track of it. I'm sorry. But, uh, so the next pay-per-view is Royal Rumble. I want to know, I'm going to ask each one of you, who do you want to win the Royal Rumble this year? And also, what's one surprise entrance that you would love to see? Luke, I'll start with you. Who uh, do you want to win it? I'm going to go with uh, the guy that's been out for a little bit now is Cody. Cody? That's a yeah. good one. I think he's the favorite right now, Andy. Probably. Yeah. And what's the surprise guy you want to see out there? All right, all right. Since he's been uh, cut from WWE, he's made a name for himself. 
he's became really good in the indies is um Zack Ryder. Oh, I forget what his name is. Uh, I just saw it, but I'd like to see him come back. Yeah, but as the good. the name he is now is the name right he is now. as he has his character. What's, he's been on the indies. Yeah, I'll look at it now. Chandler, <sighs> who I want to win. I I oh man, Matt Cardona. That's his name. Yeah. Yeah. I do agree. That'd be a cool surprise. He could come out with the internet title too, like fucking have him bring that. He's piece big of shit now too. So I know. Yeah. I um. Who I want to win? I don't. I would say either Cody or Bray. Ooh. Um, surprise entrance. I don't know. Like if they're still wanting to do this at Mania and all. I I hate long term like thinking about this, but it's also fun to me. For a surprise entrance with, like, all the rumors going on and all that stuff, I would want to see The Rock as a surprise entrant. Oh, hell yeah. I like that one. Now, if Rock comes out, how is he getting eliminated? Who's throwing his ass? That's what I'm saying. Like, that also scares me because you know if he does, they'll have him be number 30 and win the whole damn thing. And I don't know yeah. if I necessarily want that. But at come the same out time, Cody fucking eliminated. But, <laughs> but you gotta you gotta do something because Roman has all the belts, so like you can't. Whoever wins that, like he's gonna face him at Mania probably because Roman's gonna keep those to Mania. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's just, just I don't you're know. You're too close. Yeah, you would just you know pre pre ejaculate if you fucking have Roman lose it before yeah. Mania. At this Who point. I want to win though, it'd be Bray or Cody. I really don't care between the two. But really? You want know. another Bray? Another Bray? WrestleMania main event? Him being yeah, the guy that he's, he's Roman? Never, he's, never been, he's never been in the main event. He's no. Like, I mean, uh, he, like he's he been in a Orton. world title match against Orton. That was kind of cr- I don't know, man. I just it was cool this. when they changed the ring. I want this thought. I Cena. hated it. Yeah. Cena. I think Cena's <laughs> the only Mania win yeah. he's ever gotten. Cena's fucking think... NWO and all that crap. Yeah, that was kind of cool though. It just—I don't consider it a match. It was—they were lucky. It was during the pandemic because like, oh, it, would it would not have worked. They're gonna do like that type, that kind of match with LA Knight next. Did you hear That's that? That's what I heard about that too. I'm interested. I, think... I don't know. Like, what? What are they gonna do with this? I don't, I don't it's know. It's so odd. I, who knows at this point? I mean, yeah, who knows? I think this is perfect too for guys that are like in a feud and they're injured. Just have him fight Bray, and he can do those <laughs> weird firehouse fun matches you know you I, do, don't have to... I do want them to like like kind of jump the gun a little bit with la Knight because he's been around for a while i think he's like getting up there in age and i like yeah. him a lot he's he great. good Luke so i'm just like you guys mic. need Get to do something mic. with God. him quick because i feel like in the next few years he's probably gonna like start whining i don't know i don't even know how old he is but it's just like like they need to do something with him because i sounds like, him like a young lot. rock dude promos. he sounds did you ever see that video of him like talking just like under his breath just not just like talking real low and they were he was talking about how he was on the whatever that game show was that rock hosted and he oh. was talking about how he was talking backstage and they couldn't tell if it was him or the rock talking and it blew my mind because really? he sounded That's just awesome. like him. he does sound like him he sounds just like him like he did his little like rocks like nonchalant laugh like whenever he gets interviewed and stuff he sounds just like him he does it's That's nuts. Bad, yeah. and he I, talks yeah. just like him too he's got so much charisma it's a, it's a shame he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, he's hurt right now, but I don't think it's anything serious. He's going to fight at Royal Rumble, I'm assuming. But, yeah, I'd like L.A. Knight. Um, yeah. I think – so i got to go the opposite way, obviously, just for the podcast, podcast sake. I'm not going to say Cody Rhodes or Bray. How about this? This is a super long shot. Just me being an asshole at this point. 
Give it to. What about Theory wins it? Fucking Theory's comeback is complete. I mean, he obviously loses the U.S. belt by that time, and then you're like, "Hey, Theory lost. You blew the fucking money in the bank. You blew the U.S. title, and now guess what? He's fucking. He wins the Royal Rumble." He's like a Ray, where he, run, he runs yeah. it all the way through. Underdog. I mean, I mean, yeah. crazier things have happened. Like, whenever uh, like Del Rio won the Rumble, and then him and Edge opened Mania for the World Heavyweight title. Yeah. And he won the freaking Rumble. I mean, like, crazier things have happened. And obviously, I got to go with this for my surprise entrance. Give me fucking Cena. I want, I, I want That'd Cena. That'd be really cool. Give me Cena. I know he's been rumored a lot to be in there. I want John Cena bad. I want him bad. I'm sorry, John. I talked a have, lot of shit on you while you were here, and I apologize. I want you have back. Him, have him return and either face off with Theory in the Rumble or have have Cena and Logan Paul both be surprise entrants and tease each other or something. I don't think Logan Paul can wrestle. He's fucking hurt. Hurt, hurt. I think he's getting he, better. Yeah, he it ain't better? as bad as like, you think. Serious? Yeah, didn't they say it wasn't as bad and he'd only be out for a couple months? Yeah. Oh, he should be okay. back by Mania. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, he'll definitely be ready by Mania, but. On a side note, though, I do def- I could definitely see Logan Paul being a surprise entrance in the Rumble. That would be cool. And that's like, I mean, if you want to boost him up, too, it's like, holy shit, he should have been out two years. He injured everything in his damn knee. He's like the Cena when he came <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah, it's like, like, see, he, he almost died. The time. <laughs> he had sepsis. He had an infection in the surgery, and he's still out there. It's like, hell yeah, give me that. Okay, that is it. That's the Survivor Series pod. Um, our next podcast is probably going to be the Royal Rumble, or uh, we might have an AEW pay per view in between there. I don't know the fucking AEW. I don't know either. Pay per view yeah. schedule, but yeah, that's it. Uh, you guys know how to end it. You ready? PWO. 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 What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 